being selfish is a positive thing because you realize your worth, yes. what you won't tolerate and what is fulfilling you That's and right. what is serving you. Everything is possible. Just hustle. Just hustle. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, I state in entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, aka Billionaire. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. Everything is possible, just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby, where you're my friend, are going to learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Think like a millionaire. I don't think you guys realize that. I'm going to keep drilling it in your head. Today's episode, guys, is nothing far from that. If you take everything you hear in this podcast, in this episode alone, you're going to take your life to a whole other level. Just got done doing Worth Women. Wow. Shout out to Kay and Katie. Uh, and her, her name is amazing uh kazaya hopefully i got that right <laughs> but uh oh my god the the fire they just dropped um it was amazing and so any ladies out there listening uh, again me being a father and a husband and a son and to a single mom and and a brother i mean it, it's amazing please take notes on this episode um real quick before we jump in uh, the mastermind, those of you who are interested in joining the mastermind, very, very important to be around people that think like you, that have the same language, which we talked about today. Super important. You don't want to be around people that speak differently, different language. Uh, you want to be around people that are speaking positivity into your head. And that is everything we do in this uh, mastermind, the Get Uncomfortable Mastermind. So if you're ready to level up your life, we meet every Thursday through Zoom. And we have a, a texting uh, thread. We have a Facebook group. And every single person in that mastermind is just killing it. I'm super proud. Love it. Love it. Uh, shout out to everybody in the mastermind. If you're interested in joining, info at billythekid.com. Uh, also, I am doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. Again, I mentioned it before. Uh, I'll, I'll see how long I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching, but take advantage while it's available. So if you're interested, I'm only doing two, three at a time. So info at Billy the Kid, send your information. Otherwise, guys, grab the book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out everywhere. Matter of fact, if you haven't yet, check out the Audible. Check out the audio version. You guys are missing out. Even if you already read the paperback, Check out the audio version. It is on Audible. It is out on every audio uh, place you could find books. My book is there. The Power of Being Uncomfortable. I got it. It's literally, uh, it's like a soundtrack. It's like a movie. I tried doing that since I'm an artist. Uh, I, I think I did it and I've gotten some great feedback. So it is out on Audible and everywhere else. Audio books are available. Check out my music, Spotify, Pandora. Apple Music. And while you're there, subscribe to the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. If you just type in Billy the Kid, D-H-A-K-I-D-D, -D, on any of those platforms, the Million Dollar Hustle podcast will come up, my book. And also, matter of fact, the podcast is available on Audible too. But if you listen to anywhere else, please leave us a review. Wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching it on my YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe and then leave us a comment. The more you comment, the more reviews we get, guys, the more we get this movement out there. Any little helps. And that's how we've been able to build it to where it's at now and where it's heading. So please be part of the uh, the architect, right? Like you're an architect. Help us build this thing. So um, I think that is all I got, guys. Uh, it's been amazing uh, today. Literally, 
Uh, I, I just did a one-on-one earlier. I, this is like my fourth podcast today. Like it, it's such a blessing. And tonight we're meeting on the mastermind, depending on when you hear this, uh, we meet every Thursday. To, so today is a Thursday, but it is amazing guys living the life of your dreams and you can truly do it yourself too. This you're in a great place to be at right now. If you're, if you're pursuing something bigger than what you're doing, if you're ready to level up, this is the show for you, the million dollar hustle. And again, it does, it's not even a financial uh, podcast. It's uh, what is it? What does it take for you to get to that point? Right. And that that's what we're doing. So with that being said, guys, let's get into today's episode with worth women. Here it is. I am super excited. Gem after gem worth women, the million dollar hustle podcast, baby. Here we go. Welcome to the million dollar hustle podcast, baby, where you're going to learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. And I don't think you guys realize when I say think like a millionaire, like literally every episode, you guys can, I, I look at it as a book. Like every episode is a book that you can listen and run with that information and get to that point in life. And today I am super excited. I have two ladies that are representing for women heavy. I follow them on Instagram and all their stuff is just amazing. How are you ladies doing today? So good. We're excited. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes. No, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. I know we, we've had a schedule for like almost a month or something. So I'm, yeah. I'm like, I've been looking forward uh, because I, I just want to let it be known. Like I, I was raised by a single mom. I have two sisters or three sisters. And then from there, I have a niece and then two daughters, my wife. So I'm Heavy on women around me. Um, <laughs> yep. Love it. Love it. So I, I, I'm looking forward to just uh, hearing everything that you guys are going to share with us today. If we could start from the beginning, what I'd like to do is just have you guys give your stories, uh, kind of where are you from and how did you get into this uh, crazy life of an entrepreneur? Yeah, yeah. So my name's Katie Brocious. I'm one of the co-founders of Worth Women. Um, my Really, my journey started... I guess seven years ago, I was a fourth grade teacher. Um, I taught language arts and social studies, which I loved. Um, I had a passion for early childhood education. So I went to school to become a fourth grade teacher. And I thought that that was going to be my journey for the rest of my life. I was okay with it at the moment. Um, and so I began teaching and Four years into my teaching career, I decided that I was going to start what we would call, I guess, a side hustle. And I started decorating homes. And when I first started my business, I wanted to decorate tablescapes. So I, I just wanted some extra money in my pocket for the holidays. So I was going to decorate for the holidays. Not one person reached out to me about decorating their <laughs> tablescapes. So I was like, okay, God, I dabbled in it. I, this whole side hustle is not for me until I had one parent at the school that I was teaching at. And she reached out to me and said, I would like you to come decorate my home. And I was like, well, that's not really what I was promoting, but okay, let's do it. So I showed up at her house and I ended up designing three of her spaces. And that's when I recognized that I totally had a passion for decorating homes and making things beautiful. So I officially launched King Interior Designs and I loved every minute of it. Six months into my business, I unfortunately went through a divorce 
And I um, guess you could say I blamed my side hustle for the reason why my husband chose to leave. So I kind of ghosted the clients that I was working with at the time. I fell into a very deep depression and I lost any light that I had left inside of me. So then I heard Andrew Day's Rise Up song one time on the radio, and I felt like God was telling me, this is your anthem. You're going to rise up and you're going to make this business bigger than you could have even imagined. So I rebranded, relaunched King Interior Designs, and I have been busier than I could have ever anticipated. It was such a blessing, so much of a blessing that it actually brought me to my husband, my current husband, who reached out to me about decorating his home. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, now that I think back at it, he would have never hired an interior designer. I think he was just trying to slip into my DM, <laughs> but it worked. For sure. And we were married. Yeah, right. We were Love married it. a year and a half later. So, um, but once I met Ryan, my husband, my, you know, my husband now, we started talking, okay, what are we going to do as far as like, it's time for you to pivot? What's your next steps? And I felt like my, cho- I, I was not serving my students a hundred percent and I was not serving my design clients a hundred percent. So I knew it was time to take a leap of faith. You would think I would stick with teaching because that's what I went to school for. But without question, I decided I was going to pursue King Interior Designs full time. Mm. So February 2021, I stepped into my boss's office and I said, you know, I'm not going to renew my contract for the 2022 school year. Um, I'm going to pursue my business. And she said, if you are as good of a designer as you are a teacher, then you're going to be just fine. And that was that, you know, that, that was the motivation and the confirmation I needed to move forward. And Mm -hmm. then not even two months later, Kezi and I decided we were going to launch worth women. And I'll kind of talk a little bit more about that later, but we just realized how lonely the entrepreneurship journey is. And I knew that at that moment in my life, I needed to surround myself with as many women as possible that had the same mindset I did. And so um, we decided that we were going to launch Worth Women and um, serve the women in our community. We thought it was going to stay in Augusta, but very quickly we became, you know, even bigger than Augusta. So now we have the opportunity to serve women all across the United States. Mm, wow. So many nugs in there already. I'm I'm like super excited to uh, dive in. And if I could hear your story, it's Kezia, right? Kezia. Kezia. Wow. Kezia, I'm going to probably yeah. say it wrong a couple of times, which it's That's a okay. great problem to have. I'm sure I'm not the only one, right? Your your name is or- original. so. Oh, yes. I would like to say you're the only one that's ever butchered it, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> there we go. It's fine. It's my whole life. So I've been called Kevin everything you can imagine. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, so my story is a little bit different than Katie's. And I, so just to take you all the way back as a child, my mom, was a full-time bookkeeper. So she had a very small business that she worked from home and day in and day out, I watched her run that business. And I just always told myself 
that's, that's not for me. I would never have the ability to do that. I, it's just not in me. I'm going to be a follower and this is just going to be my path. I will work for somebody. I'll climb that corporate ladder. The big, you know, windows and the, and the skyscraper looked, you know, nice and shiny to me. So fast forward, went to college, got a, got a job after college. And I, my friends were getting married, having babies and they were like, oh, well, you're a graphic designer. So can you just like make me a little baby shower invitation or, you know, like a little birthday shower invitation? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I'll, I'll throw it together and started doing that for a couple of them. And they were like, you should make this a business. And that little girl came back and she was like, no, you can't. Like, you can't do that. Like business owning, like, are you serious? Like, who do you think you are? And so for the longest time, I just kept putting it off and putting it off until I just felt like God was like, do it. Okay. Like it's been placed on your heart so many times. I was like, okay, you know, I'll do it. And so I remember I made this little, um, fake little wedding invitation. And I had my brother who was a photographer at the time, uh, take pictures of it. And like, I got the wording. All right. Like I was like, this has to be perfect before I put it on Facebook. And on March 7th, uh, 2017, I launched Beck designs. And so for the next, I think three years, I, continued to build that business. And going through, I was like, I was still working my full-time job. And I was like, wow, this really isn't as hard as I made it seem. Like I'm actually capable of doing this. And I didn't think I was capable of doing this. Um, and so fast forward until 2020, and I just felt God being like, this is like this one chapter is closing and it is time to, you know, open a new chapter. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm doing good right here. Like I've opened the business. I've done what you told me to like, this, this is comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the nagging on my heart would not go away. And so June 11th, 2020, right in the slap middle of the pandemic, I quit my corporate job and I went full time with Beck designs. And honestly, I don't think I've caught my breath since. Right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's been an amazing journey. And like, like Katie said, uh, two years ago in March, we started worth women because we were friends at the time and through Katie's divorce, we got really close. And so we would go to dinner pretty often and just like word vomit all the words that like your friends who aren't entrepreneurs, like don't really understand. They're like, how's your business going? And they're like, oh my gosh, taxes, like this, this, and this, or, you know, trying to scale like all these things and like their eyes are glazing over. Yeah. So, the dialogue is definitely different. <laughs> yes. And wow. Katie's eyes did not glaze over. So I was like, yeah. my girl. Yeah. Um, so we went to dinner and it was just that sense of wanting to be surrounded with women who got it. And I think she kind of like finished the story from there and it's just grown exponentially. And now we have our first conference coming up and we're just like, holy crap, this has been a wild ride for two years. I'm like, this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of my story, like all the way back from a kid, you know, telling myself like I couldn't do it to now owning two businesses and living the dream I never thought was possible. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is amazing. And I, I love both of you guys' stories are amazing. And just coming together, you, you mentioned friends not speaking the same language. And I'll be honest with you guys. I've gotten to a point where it is okay to be friends with everyone, right? Like it's fine, but also be mindful of those conversations. Uh, It's funny. We always kind of 
joke around in my mastermind uh, where, you know, we, we joke around like, oh, if you're talking about PTO, if you're talking about overtime and all that, we don't understand that language. Right, right, right. Like, and, and it's the same thing that that you were heading towards. And let's start with that. How important is it? Because you guys both both sides of the story that I heard was very clear that you guys wanted to get surrounded by amazing women. Right. So can you guys let our audience know how important is it to be surrounded by people that think alike or even above you? Yeah, I, you know, I always say that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're the wrong, you're in the wrong room. Mm. You can always learn from so many people around you and they don't have to be entrepreneurs as well, but they have to have a vulnerability inside of them in order for me to connect with them. Like I'm going to, I don't like small talk. I'm going to go up to somebody and I want to know your story. I want to know what makes your brain work the way that it, that it does and what drives you you know, to do all of the things that you want to do. And if you continue to stay at a level six, you will never attract a seven, eight, nine, or 10. Mm. You've got to make, you have to be aware of who's in your circle. And if somebody in your circle does not align with the goals you have for the future, then it's time to move on. And I think that's the hardest thing. Kezi and I, you know, we always struggle with how do you, how do you outgrow somebody? but it happens all the time and you don't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfulfilled people are toxic to our community. So if somebody does not fulfilled and they're trying to pass their negative thoughts onto me. No, thank you. Next. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't have the energy to convince somebody that I'm about to run the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Mm, yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm popping off today. Fire. I love yeah. it. Wow. That, that like hit me hard. That hit me hard. Uh, because I've gone through that as well. And you know, I I've came to a conclusion where literally, again, if you have friends that you hang out, that is totally okay. Right. But I've also gotten to a point where it's like, Hey, it is okay. You don't just cause we're friends outside of this. Like you don't have to follow me. You, you know, I'm okay with people not liking my music. Matter of fact, I don't record for my friends, right? Or for my family. Right, I don't record right. for them. I, this podcast is not for them. And there's some family and friends that I hope take advantage of it, right? Because sometimes all you need, though, is somebody like you guys in your corner to kind of pop that spark and, and let it be known like, hey, there's more to life. So I love that. And wow, you were going off right now. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like ready to roll. Um, you, you mentioned... Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, Katie, is that you mentioned your divorce was due to the side hustles or the side hustle. And I feel like that is such a big thing that happens in the world that we're in. Uh, and you are not alone. I'm sure you've you've met people over and over. And I also truly believe that. I mean, and even the way you met your new husband is such a blessing. Like it all makes sense at the end. Right, so right. so there's that destiny factor, too. But can you give us some pointers on how important is it for people that are listening right now that are creating something out of nothing and they are experiencing those issues with their spouse or their girlfriend or boyfriend at the, as of right now, what are some tips that you would have since you've already gone through that? Yeah. You know, like I mentioned before, you outgrow people and I was outgrowing my husband and I didn't recognize it. Wow. Um, one key piece of information, it's, you know, you need to make sure you're on the same page. 
I wanted to level up times 10, you know, and I don't think my spouse was on that same, that same ride with me. So communication is so key because, you know, hindsight is obviously 2020. I was pushing myself. I was motivating myself. Do you know how much better it would be if I had a spouse that was motivating me too? Mm. I feel like I was taking on this pressure. Now in my mind, I was building a better life for, you know, our future. And I was looking 10 steps ahead. And instead, I feel like I somewhat neglected my duties in the household because I was so focused on the end game. Mm -hmm. And if there's one piece of advice, it is to just enjoy the process and not the outcome. And Mm -hmm. when you're enjoying the process, enjoy it with your spouse. You know, my husband now is my teammate. He is my co-CEO. He is my, you know, he is the one who drives me too. And I feel like in my previous marriage, my needs were driving me. And now I feel like I am more considerate of my husband's feelings now and how we're going to move forward together. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Love that. And, you know, it's so crazy. You, You keep mentioning over and over having people around you that will tell you, Hey, motivate me. And I've found myself lately having those conversations and I call them uncomfortable conversations that I wrote the book, the power of being uncomfortable, which I got a few questions to ask you ladies about that, but it is so crazy. Lately, I've caught myself preaching that to people that I care for, right? Like, Hey, can you imagine if we believed in each other and we pushed each other? But at the end, I feel like if you have to do that to the people that you're surrounding yourself with, you're probably with the wrong people and it's time to, cut that cord right so so i love that uh those of you who are listening really really sit down and think about it like imagine your people saying that to you every day like hey you are the best podcaster hey you are you're gonna have this conference that's gonna like blow up like just imagine how much and and i love that you guys are doing that to to us a whole other level because there's people that don't even know it and you guys are above that already and just running with it so i love that Yo, we'll be right back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. Before we continue, I want you to go grab a copy of my book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out on Amazon. It is out on Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com, Target.com, and everywhere else books are available. The great news, guys, is you can go to BillyTheKid.com and grab an autographed copy. That is right. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy right now. Audiobook is also available on Audible and everywhere else audiobooks are available. So go listen to it. Go grab yourself an autographed copy and I'll see you on the other side, baby. And now back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast. Uh, Keziah, you mentioned... Keziah, right? I'm going to get it right. Keziah, right? Keziah. <laughs> Keziah, Keziah, Jesus. <laughs> but but now uh, the, the people okay, listening okay. already got it down. Uh, I'm just yeah. going to call you K because uh, I, I love that name. Um, you, you said you heard a voice telling you that you can't, that mm-hmm. you couldn't do it at that time. And, and I feel like that's also a big part of why people don't make the jump. And, and you guys have already made this jump and you guys are creating something amazing. What would you say to somebody that's hearing that voice right now? 
So I, it's funny you asked that because I've been listening to Mel Robbins, the five second rule. So I, I'm like a, an audible person, not a, not a reader. I get too distracted. Um, but she just talks about the power of decision-making and I've just, it's honestly been on my heart, like the last couple of days. So I think it's crazy that you're asking that question, but the most powerful thing we can do as entrepreneurs is just to make a decision because mm. If we let the thoughts in our heads and the person that wants to, you know, because like, I mean, your brain honestly is wired to protect you and to keep you to do the things that are comfortable, that are safe. And when you're trying to go across that line of uncomfortableness, of unlike unfamiliar, like your brain's like, oh, nope, stop. We need to, we need to hold back. But if you just make a decision, like, it was that day that I was like, I'm deciding today that I am quitting my job. It is today that I am starting to make this, that I am starting this business. Like whatever, like whoever, like to those listening right now, it's all about that thing that you have been thinking about doing. Like that person that you've been thinking about reaching out to, the product or service you're thinking about launching, but you're terrified because you don't know what that looks like. It me X, Y, Z, but like whatever your situation is, if you just decide this is what I'm doing. And your brain is going to automatically go into that processing mode of, okay, cool. This is what we're doing. How are we going to get from A to B? And so I think it's just taking control of your own mind and realizing that there is so much power in just making a decision. Mm, wow. that I love that. And with the brand that you guys are representing and everything that you guys are doing, I got to ask both of you guys' point of view with this, uh, you know, you hear this narrative, right. With women. And, and I feel like you guys obviously have a stance. And again, I have daughters that, that I'm raising and I want them to know like, Hey, it doesn't matter. Right. Like it doesn't matter that you're a woman. What are some, some of the stuff that you guys preach uh, in the movement that you guys have created to women? Because again, I mean, look at the NBA, you know, there's LeBron James, for example, right? He gets paid very well. But then the LeBron James of the women's NBA, uh, it's not the same. So what are what are some of the stuff that you would give wisdom wise for the people that are listening, women specifically? And then just overall, what do you think that uh, society or that we have to do for that to stop and, and make it to that point? Yeah, I would say that number one, success looks different to everybody. And I think for women, we constantly want to compare each other's success. Comparison's very, very big in the women's world. And we're trying to break that mold. Mm -hmm. We want to break out of that because it doesn't matter what the person next to you is doing. You have to do what makes you fulfilled and what looks like success to you. Success could be a being a stay-at-home mom and serving your family well. Success could be working 12 hours a day, if you feel like that is what makes you fulfilled or you make you feel productive or, you know, work-life balance, if that is success to you, then so be it. Mm -hmm. But we've got to embrace what we truly feel and see as success instead of sugarcoating and, and comparing and trying to, you know, meet other women where their success is. Mm -hmm. You create your own success and you stick to it because that's what's going to drive you to make any decisions in the future that are going to fulfill you. Yeah. Mm, love it. Love and that. Kay, what do you think? 
I, I feel like in today's world, the importance of just showing up authentically Mm. is so important because Mm. like Katie said, we're constantly comparing ourselves and, you know, especially with society, how can we fit into this mold that's been created for women? Like what size you should be, what you should look like, what kind of car you should drive, what kind of business you should have, Mm. or if you have a business, this is what it should look like after a couple of years. Like there's just there's so much pressure, but we lose ourselves in trying to fit into that mold. And I think just realizing how important your uniqueness is and to let that shine. I think, I think so. I mean, I personally have lost that. I am just now getting it back after, you know, months of losing myself to this hustle culture. Mm-hmm. And the yes. more, the more hours I work, the more money I make, which means more success. Like I burnt myself out twice last year. I almost lost my marriage because I was putting work before my priorities, my health, my, I was overweight. Like I'm finally back in the gym and I feel great. My confidence was lost all because I wanted I just see these girls that you know, show up to the office first thing. They're there when the lights go off. Like, why is that a thing in movies? Like, I don't want that. I want to have breakfast with my husband every morning. If I can meet him for a lunch and he's free, I want to do that. If we can eat dinner together every night, if I can go to the gym every day, if I can still have, I mean, Katie's kind of forced to hang out with me, <laughs> but if I have the bandwidth to still hang out with my friends and do things on like, like after hours, like I don't want to just work my life away. And so all of that kind of ties into just breaking the mold on what society has told us we success has to look like yes. and just showing up as your true authentic self, because wow. it is so hard. Like I'm a weird cat. Like Katie can attest to that today. Like I'm just like, I'm a little weird. I'm like spunky, goofy. And I'm like, well, if you love it, you love it. If you don't, you don't. So mm-hmm. I think women also are kind of scared to show that because we're supposed to be you know, prim and proper and, you know, all the things. And I'm just like, what's up, you know? So just, yeah. Wow. So just, you know, being authentic and breaking the mold of what society says we have to do as entrepreneurs. Mm. And if you don't mind me asking, Kate, you, you also mentioned uh, that you were close to even losing your marriage. Uh, what are some stuff that you went through that hopefully can help somebody listening? Yeah. I mean, I, I was just waking up as as early as I possibly could, working all the way through. Like me and my husband are like, we're going to take our dog on a walk. We're going to do all these things together on the weekends. And I just, I just let work get ahead of that. And I don't, I think the biggest thing is, is how fast time can fly mm-hmm. before you even know how much time has gone by. And to me, mm-hmm. I think I had probably 15 to 20 different clients at one time. So to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't even, it like no time has gone by. My marriage is great, but weeks had gone by. And so I think it's just taking the time to make a starting point, make a stopping point, making that decision, like I talked about earlier and doing it. Because at the end of the day, that work is going to be there like the next morning. Mm -hmm. Those clients are still going to be there. If you're serving them well, extend your timelines, extend whatever you need to, but make sure that you are sticking to what you said you were going to do and realizing how much time is going by while you're so caught up in the hustle. Mm -hmm. Mm. Wow. Love it. And 
you know, it's so crazy that, and it, that was my next question. And you mentioned hustle at the end. So the name of the show is million dollar hustle. And I truly believe that no matter what you got to have your hustle on, right? Like that, that's just a given, but, uh, there's also the other side. And it's so funny because the bigger you get, the more you are against that culture, the hustle culture. And, and it's funny cause it's happened to myself, but I truly believe, and again, this show is for people that are starting out that are maybe they haven't made the jump yet or or they did and they they want to surround themselves. This is what this show is about. And I've also had billionaires on the show and I've had people that are on their way to be a billionaire or that, you know, it doesn't matter. Education never stops. So even a billionaire can benefit from the stuff that you guys are talking about for sure. And so it's funny because the the bigger my business has got and everything that I've done, it's so crazy how much I am against the hustle culture, but in a good way, because you have to graduate from it to where you work smart. And, and right. so I, I love that. Uh, you guys have been definitely already touching on that and you guys know that already. So with that being said, I, I want to hear both of you guys, uh, if you guys can elaborate a little bit about what does it take to, to basically be a, and it's so funny, I'm just going to make it up like a leveled hustler, right? Like how can we be a leveled minded hustler? Um, I think the biggest thing, and I, and I love your approach. I've listened to your other episodes and I love your approach to hustle because it's not, it's not the work your life away hustle. It's the intentional hustle. It's the, mm. you have, like you said earlier, you have the right people in your corner Every single hour is devoted to something that is taking your business to the next level. And whenever you realize that something isn't serving you, you say no to it. Mm -hmm. So there is a difference in this mainstream society hustle and the true hustle that is the million dollar hustle, because right. that's what we all want. We want financial freedom. We want healthy relationships all around. We don't want to be on our deathbed one day and be like, damn, I wish I'd worked more. Mm -hmm. Like nobody says that. Right. And so I just, mm -hmm. I first off applaud your approach to it because thank you. it is, it's breaking that mold that I was talking about of overworking yourself because that's not mm -hmm. healthy. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, and before Katie, before Katie spit some fire, <laughs> it, you know, it, <laughs> it is so crazy because uh, yeah, people do think like, Oh, I'm going to work 14 hours a day and that's my hustle. And it's like, no, it's not like, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but no, it's not. Uh, I, you, you have to be able to graduate into that point at the end. It's like, let's not forget why we're doing this. And, and I'm doing this for my daughters. So like yesterday, for example, it was a Tuesday, right? See, that's another thing. If you forget yeah. what day it is, you're, yes. you're loving your life. Yes, <laughs> you're exactly. enjoying what you do. Uh, and yesterday, actually I had three birthdays to celebrate. This will be later on. Those of you who are listening, but we're February right now. And, um, it was my my daughter's uh, 15, which is a quinceañera that we're going to be celebrating, too. Aww. But then my my little nephew just turned five and he's the first boy of the family, actually, besides me. And then um, my sister uh, also turned 21. So it, and it was all in the same day. And, and the point that I'm making is yesterday we literally did like one or two things, me and the wife and our whole day was dedicated to our family. And, th and I think, I don't think people realize like, why are you hustling? Why are you doing the stuff that you're doing? If, if you're not putting the stuff, the family first, right? Like if you're not putting mm -hmm. the people you're surrounding yourself with first, uh, otherwise there's no point. So I, 
wow that that was amazing i love that and then katie i would uh, yeah katie i would love yeah. to hear your ready your fire, fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> i would say i would say when you're ready to step into starting your business be prepared to be ready to do the deep work you are going to enter a whole different game and if you want to level up, you have to be able to do the deep work. And when I say deep work, like you have to find out things about you that you've never known before. And I can guarantee you will find a grit in you and so much that you are capable of that you didn't even recognize. And when you do the deep work, you will better understand who you are as a person, who you are as, you know, as a business owner. And when you do the deep work and ref truly reflect on it, then you will know when you can hustle and when you're in overdrive, you can recognize, you know, when your mindset is starting to slip and that imposter is imposter syndrome starting to slip in, or mm. when you're on the brink of a fallout or you're on the brink of a breakthrough, like you have to learn yourself in order to grow yourself. Mm. And doing that deep work and getting to know yourself and really like sitting in the dark, doing that deep work is what's going to bring out a fire in you that you never knew you had the potential to have. Mm. Wow. Wow. I definitely want to hear a little more about that. The whole time that I'm listening to you guys, uh, I'm over here sitting, I'm on my thirties, halfway through my thirties, uh, great place that I'm at. And I love like literally that my thirties have been amazing. And it goes back to that saying, like, you know, put in the work in your twenties, right? So you can live the life of your dreams in your thirties. And those of you who are listening, guys, it is true. Again, it's so funny because, okay, million dollar hustle. It's like, yeah, let's hustle, hustle. But I'm doing this for you guys, because at the end of the day, Kay and Katie don't have to do none of this, right? Like you guys are living your amazing life without putting yourselves out there. Like, let, let's be honest here. I don't have to put myself out there in, in, in this either, right? But um, we're trying to inspire people. We're trying to push people that are in their 20s or even their 30s. And, and guys, even if you're in your 50s, like if you haven't gotten started, sometimes I do sit back and I really think about that, like, all the stuff that we're talking about and there's people that will never that they will die and they will never know that this was a thing like mm -hmm. I, I and that just kills me. And that's the reason why. And I, I I can definitely tell you guys feel the same way that that is why we do the stuff that we do, because mm -hmm. that one post on Instagram that you guys put up might be the one that will change somebody's life. Right. And right. make that click that they needed that they've been looking for. And I, so I love that. And um, it's so funny because, again, the million dollar hustle. People think it's a it's a financial thing, and and it's so funny because it's not. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the person that I became is who I'm in love with, right? Because I'm a better father, I'm a better friend, I'm a better in all round, and I'm still working on it. Don't get me wrong; like nothing's perfect either. Like I'm I'm on the billion dollar hustle right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but but the the thing is that people fail to forget that you have to measure all areas in your life is not just the money. Now, the money is a great ind indicator to show you where you're at. But also that's the money. The money is what gives you the freedom to be able to look and say, hey, you know what? What can I do? So so for example, with me, 
thank God I'm already a great father, but I know that I, there's another level of it. So with me, it's like, what can I do? Hmm. This year's goals to me, money gave me the financial state to do this and think about this was what if I take my daughters on one-on-one -on -one dates, right? Like I have two daughters, but what if I separate them? Cause I feel like we've always done it together and that's my goal this year, but it didn't come from an area of uh, anger or negativity, right? Like, And also, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad dad. This is like, hey, how can we level up to the next level? So right. I've not, I've done nothing but relate to everything you guys are uh, talking about. Uh, Kay, you talked about being authentic. And um, also, just in general, you ladies mentioned comparing. And I think that's the biggest killer of success mm -hmm. is when you sit there and you, and you compare, well, if they're doing this, then I'm going to start my own uh worth worthy women right like instead of worth get it right, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and it's so it, to me it's sad because i feel like when people start doing that they're not doing it because they love it and they're gonna burn out at the end guys like those of you who are listening they're gonna burn out like the, the stuff that i'm doing is truly me so hey i'm like ready to roll like I, i'm <laughs> i've been rapping for 20 years, I think, or almost 20 years now. And so it, it all comes from because that was me. That's that's the stuff that I loved. And it is okay if somebody else wants to do music, you truly have to question, is this really what I want or am I doing it just because this person is doing it? So I want to hear you guys' perspective on that. I'm sure you guys, uh, it, and just beyond being women, like overall, what are some of the stuff that you guys have dealt with, with people comparing, copying? And at the end, it's like, you guys are being authentic. You guys are sharing your story. All the stuff you guys have shared, people that are not authentic are scared to mention, hey, you know what? I was divorced, but that's how I found the husband that uh, I have now, right? Like, it takes guts to say those things. And so I want to give you guys flowers for that. But also, if you guys could share some wisdom on that. Yeah. Real quick, though, I want to say that if somebody did come behind us and wanted to start a women's group, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we applaud you because we need to serve more women in our community. But like you said, if you don't have a true passion for it, then it's not going to fulfill you and you're going to burn out very quickly. And, you know, we do deal with women that want to lead something like worth women too. And they'll reach out to us and ask us, how do I bring this to my area? And we are so willing to offer any advice or any suggestions to help them get their business off the ground, because we want to see not just them win, but we want to see all women win. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important that we preach community over competition. Mm. I mean, we have so many other interior designers and graphic designers in our group, and it's so much bigger than what what we, you know, have in our bank accounts or what we do for a living. It's us living out our purpose. And how are mm. we going to help women recognize God's purpose for them? Yeah. Wow. Fire. Let's go. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you think? I feel like when it comes to the comparison thing, it really boils down to is how happy are you with yourself? Oh, yeah. Because when you start comparing yourself to others, it just it brings back to that mindset of are you not happy with your offer? Are you not happy with 
how you are mentally, physically, do you not even believe in what you're selling? Because if you want to come, if you are comparing yourself to other people and other businesses, you're not happy where you're at. Right. Mm. And I think the, the biggest thing is just truly being able, I think you talked about this earlier, is just loving the, like the process of being an entrepreneur. Like you have to be happy where you're at. And if you're not happy, then change it. Like Mm -hmm. it goes back to that decision-making, like, like I started out at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm not happy with my weight. I'm not happy with my mindset. I am not drinking alcohol for three months, like completely cold Turkey. I was drinking almost every single day, doing 10,000 steps a day, no alcohol for at least three months. I might even, you know, do it longer because I feel so good. And it's just getting back to that, being happy with myself. Like, I don't care if someone else started another women's community right now or another graphic design business. I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to support you. I'm going to love you, but I'm going to keep killing it myself mm-hmm. because when it comes, like you have to look at it like a horse, like those little carriages and the, or I guess like the racetrack too, like how about like, the blinders? Like I've got blinders on this year. That's like, right. No one's going to take my happiness. On, no girl. one's going to take my success because what's meant for you is meant for you and nobody can Boom. take it. Come on, girl. Come so, on. Let's go. Woo! Let's go. Yes. Love it. Love it. And unfulfilled people are going to project their insecurities on you. Mm. So you have to be careful with what women you do invite to the table Mm -hmm. because there are toxic people and, you know, they're going to affect your community either in a good way or a bad way. And you get to choose. And, and that's so important. Women who can't see it for themselves or do it for themselves are going to have the loudest opinions. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I, sorry, I want to stop you there too, because that was so good because that you have the power to choose Mm -hmm. who comes in your circle, who's on your social media, who you can say yes to and no to. Mm -hmm. And that is your power to invite whoever into your circle, because I mean, negativity is going to affect you. And so realizing that and saying no, or saying yes, I think people forget that you can do that because Mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, well, that's rude. Or that's not very nice. Like, why? because I'm, I'm choosing my piece over toxicity. Like my piece is too expensive. Yes, girl. Mm. Yes. Okay. Wow. Let's go. It's it's like a saying I ran into probably Instagram or somewhere. uh, It it said, do not allow my confidence to offend your insecurity. And I was like, wow. (laughs) I was blown away away by that. And that that's what I'm getting out of it. And you know, It's so funny. You guys both mentioned how important it is to be authentic. But then also uh, what I'm getting out of this whole thing is abundance. Like with me, it's like, hey, there's enough for everybody. Like you want to flip houses in my local area? Like, come on, I'll show you how. Because the the truth and the the reality, guys, is like Zig Ziglar, right? Like the more you help others, the more you're going to get. Like, I I don't think people people don't realize that and. Like, come on, like you guys need to uh, remember that abundance, abundance is out there. And if you live your life like that, oh, my God, the sky's the limit. So I love that. Love it. Love it. And And, um, God's work, God's working mm, through us to serve mm -hmm. other women. Who are we to say? Who are we to pick and choose who we're going to serve? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's another thing that literally my one, you know, my first rule of life is God. Like without him, I would not be here. From the beginning, anyways, I wouldn't even be born. So right. love yeah, it. Uh, what, uh, it, Kay, you talked about quitting cold turkey. And mm-hmm. it's so funny. There's so many people that are like, okay, on 
on this date, right? Two weeks from now or a year next year, I'm going to do this. And it's like, just do it now. And, yeah. and I love that you said that. Uh, so my question is, what is the mindset behind that? Like, what does it take for somebody to be like, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to drink for three months because it's funny this month. Uh, part of my mastermind challenge is I'm not drinking any beer this month. And, and That's I, awesome. I think there's like this, uh, mindset that we, we have to have, or you can't do it. So if you could give us some, some game on that. Yeah, absolutely. And it came from a place of where I was last year of just struggling using alcohol as a crutch. And it's not even just alcohol for those listening. Like it could be anything. It could be, you know, um, relationships. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be money. It could be whatever, like whatever is just you're using as a crutch for the things you're going through. I think it's just realizing that how much potential you truly have on the other side of that crutch. And whatever the case may be, and alcohol was mine. Like I would drink to numb the pain of a lot of things I was going through. And so I had already decided like, I'm going to do dry January. And I remember thinking, this is going to be so hard. Like I'm going to be counting down the days until, you know, I can have another glass of wine. And it's just getting into it and realizing that, First off, all the effects that alcohol does have on you. And I mean, I, I've, I've lost weight. My mind is clear. Mm. And it's getting into that mindset that I can do anything I, I put my mind to. And if I truly want things to be different, it's that that saying of, um, uh, what, what's it called? Uh, I'm blanking. I'm like always doing something and wanting it and expecting a different outcome. Insanity. Insanity. Yep. I yep. felt like I was insane because I was like, oh, well, I can just, you know, not drink during the week and I'll be fine. But like nothing in my life was changing. And so I told myself 2023 is my Jordan year. 2023 is the year that my life changes mm. and I have to do something different. And so I bought into that mindset and I actually have like a little calendar that I write on every single day. 10,000 steps a day, no alcohol. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want it anymore because I've just seen such a tremendous growth in just the last 40 days. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just for those listening, like whatever you're struggling with, it's just about making that decision, making mm -hmm. that decision to do something, sticking it out until the end and truly digging deep to first off why you're using that as a crutch. And then what your life could be without it, mm -hmm. you know, and like, and it all comes back down to who, like how happy you are with yourself. Wow. Love it. And I, I do have a question for both of you. So I feel like, I don't know, a percentage, 80, 90% of our culture. And just in general, I think as Americans, like there's this like thing that, okay, women will, will cook, women will do laundry and, and there's this certain agenda, right, that that we have for women. Uh, and those of you who aren't watching, I just air quoted. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to teach my daughters to be independent. And so with that being said, what do you guys teach uh, women about being independent? And I don't know, I'll, I'll go as far as like, oh, not waiting on a man, right? But <laughs> however you guys put it, if you guys could give us some gems on that. Yeah, I think, I mean, it all comes back down to, I think, personal, personal opinion on 
how independent does a woman need to be? Right. And me and Katie probably would have different opinions on that Mm -hmm. because my angel of a husband actually cooks, he cleans, he does the laundry. He does like, he does a lot of things for me. And I was raised in a household where the wife, like the dad was the breadwinner. The mom did all the things. And I don't really believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, Mm -hmm. If my husband can like can help like in the household and I make more money, I'm totally cool with that because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, he's helping me by first feeding me because God knows I'm a hung- I'm a hungry girl. And <laughs> second off, just like like keeping everything clean so mm-hmm. I can work and be productive to make more for the household. So I think it just comes down to personal preference and what each woman is comfortable with because some some women they like to be dependent on a on a person like whether it be a a woman or a man Mm -hmm. and some girls don't like I'm a little more independent than a lot than probably Katie is Mm -hmm. and that's okay like there is Mm -hmm. no I don't think there has to be a specific version of independence like it's all based on how you grew up and how you feel about it now Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah, love it. I, my household is very 50, 50. Um, but I will say that prior to, you know, my recent marriage through my, you know, my last marriage, I was very independent. I was very independent and always on overdrive because I don't know, I don't know who I was trying to prove or what I was trying to prove, but I was going to prove that I was independent and that I could take care of myself. Mm. Then I met my, my husband and I lean into him a hundred percent. I wish I could say that I was a hundred percent independent. You know, I am the, you know, I wish I could. I wish Love I it. could. But you know what? I lean into my husband because I feel safe now. Mm. I don't have to hustle anymore. Mm. I don't have to fight against, you know, everybody else in my, I don't have to keep driving because I am in a safe place. And I know that what I lack in, my husband will carry that burden a hundred percent. And so we are just very much a 50, 50 household. And I appreciate that because he pushes me when I need to be pushed on, but he also allows me to lean on him as well. Mm, Wow. Love it. And with that being said, what are like one or two characteristics that, uh, you think uh, that maybe you have already with your husbands, right? Like what, what are some characteristics that you would tell women that they need to look for if they're single? And I will say to add to that, uh, at the end, you won't find that in anybody, uh, because it needs to, you need to do the work first, right? Like you need to become the person that you want to attract. And I, that's the, the vibes that I get from you guys with your marriage. Uh, but for anybody out there that's single, what, what are some stuff that you would tell them, whether, whether it is a characteristic or just in general, they're trying to find that, uh, perfect man, we'll call it. Uh, what, what are some characteristics that you would look for? We'll be right Before back. Before we continue. Go subscribe to Billy the Kid YouTube. That is Billy, D-H-A-K-I-D. Also, go follow Billy the Kid Music on Spotify. Pandora, Apple Music. And everywhere else. Music is available. And now. Back to this great episode. Let's go. I'm hopping out the two though. We're number two foe. Triple like Kobe though. I'm winning. Need to do more. My mama sorry. College wasn't for me. Street smart. No degree. Just like Kobe. self made boss with a suit like a mogul. I'm the new era. You see it on my logo. Yeah. First and foremost, find a man that's going to pray for you and pray over you. Mm. That is the foundation is finding a godly man who is going to help you 
not build that relate that foundation, but strengthen it. Mm -hmm. And if you both have a relationship with the Lord and y'all can build on that, that is going to take you so much further than any, you know, any household chore can. Wow. Love it. Well, I was going to say, find a man. And this is not right. Almost like all around But I mean, yes, absolutely. God first more than anything. But second off, like if you are, you know, if you're in a new relationship, if y'all like just moved in together, a man that won't, you know, pick up after himself or offer to help you do things. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it just, I mean, I don't know, maybe I just have a different like house here, but he's just find someone that's thoughtful, that thinks Mm -hmm. about doing the things before you have, like have to tell them. Yes. And and realizing that there is no such thing as perfect. Like these men mm-hmm. and women, like we're all going to fail mm-hmm. and there is no perfect person, but finding that person that balances with your needs. Mm-hmm. And another big thing is love languages. Like yeah. I, oh my gosh. And realizing that love languages that we receive and give love, they're two different things. And so if your love language is, you know, if you like receive love with time, but your partner's is, acts of service, you know, sometimes you just might, like my husband, he's never going to plan a date night, never, mm-hmm. but you know what? He's going to have dinner on the table. Like he'll clean the kitchen after because he's an acts of service guy. So mm-hmm. I think just understanding like how you both serve and then receive love. I think that's been a huge, a huge game wow. changer in our marriage. Too. Yeah. And find that- someone, find someone who will never, ever dim your light. Hmm. Mm. Find someone who doesn't find joy in making jokes about you or embarrassing you in front of other people. Or when it's your finally your chance to shine, they don't try, you know, sometimes it's okay for a man to stand in your, or to be in your shadow when it's your time to shine. Mm -hmm. But any man that tries to dim a woman's light is no man of mine. Mm -hmm. Wow. So true. <laughs> we, we're, we're creating a whole uh, soundtrack uh, out yeah. of this episode. <laughs> I love it. No. And, and that, that is so true. Uh, I feel like at the end, it doesn't matter who's doing what, right. like we're, it's a team, right? Like yes. we're, we're a team. Let, let's wear the same Jersey and let's kill life. Like I, I think that, or let's win life. If, if anything, uh, I feel like people make it a little harder than what it is. So I love right. I love all that. That that is uh, some some gems. And as much as I hate to wrap it up, uh, we have to. You guys have some some women's life to go change. So, uh, yes. w- with that being said, the the last segment, I just asked the same questions. Um, and the first question that I have for you, ladies, is: I wrote the power of being uncomfortable. So uncomfortable conversations happen. This episode has been nothing but that great. like <laughs> great great conversations that but it's a simple question uh but i want you guys to share what comes to your mind right away and your stories have been uncomfortable from the beginning but what is one way that you got uncomfortable that paid off at the end i think just making the decision to do whatever was scaring me mm. and that just to stop hesitating Mm -hmm. because once you hesitate that's when the fear creeps in that's when the imposter syndrome creeps in that's when all the negative talk creeps in so to anybody that is you know facing the uncomfortable just make a decision Mm -hmm. just do it wow i I love that (laughs) 
And it's so crazy. Uh, one of my chapters on the book is called What You Fear is What You Need to Do Next. So boom, I love that oh, answer. Yes. Look at that weird experience. <laughs> what do you got, Katie? Um, I will say sharing my divorce and my experience with my divorce was definitely the most uncomfortable thing because I, at the beginning, was worried about what other people were going to think about me or, you know, why is she sharing this? you know, this experience with everybody. And prior to Worth Women, I never mentioned my divorce. You wouldn't know I was divorced or had divorce in my past unless you knew me. And I feel like God gave me Worth Women as a platform to share about my divorce because it's more common than not. And Mm -hmm. if I can give, you know, share a little bit about my trauma to help other women and to meet women where they're at, then I have done what God has placed me on this earth to do. Mm, wow. Fire. And since we're kind of in that subject there, uh, what is worth women? What does that mean? Um, it means that you are worthy of whatever comes your way, whatever you are working towards. Mm. You are beautiful. You are confident. You are unique and mm. you are worth it. Love it. Wow. Love it. Love it. And then my next question that I have is, um, if you were to look back at your younger self and give you guys some, basically some piece of advice, some wisdom, what would you tell your younger self? I would tell her to stop telling yourself you can't do something before you've even tried. Mm -hmm. Because I think as humans, we try to convince ourselves that something's not possible because we haven't done it, but we don't even know if we can do it yet because we've never tried. It's like, who would have ever ridden the first bicycle? Like you just gotta, you gotta get on, you gotta start Mm -hmm. pedaling and eventually you'll find your balance and then you'll, you'll straighten out. So just Mm. to start telling yourself you can do something Mm -hmm. and whatever that's scaring you, just go ahead and tell yourself immediately. No, I can do that. I can Mm. do that Mm -hmm. and then do it. Love it. Yeah. I would tell myself that you are going to design the most beautiful life you could have ever imagined. And I feel like I'm in such a good place right now that when I was younger, I never thought that I could have be able to obtain that. Mm. Um, And, you know, throughout this entire process, I have learned so much about myself and recognized, had the time to recognize and be so grateful for all of the opportunities that have come my way. Mm. Wow. Fire. And then with the million dollar hustle, it's going to be a book that I'm going to write here soon, but it's about, we'll call them habits of people that want to get to that level. Right. So Mm -hmm. with that in mind, the question that I have for you ladies is if there were three steps to success, and if you do these three things, you're not going to fail. You're going to be on your million dollar hustle. What are the three habits or the three things that somebody has to do to be successful? Um, number one, practice gratitude. Every single day you wake up, you practice that gratitude. You recognize what you're thankful for and what drives you Two, master your mindset. You will not be able to achieve all of the greatness if you do not sit with yourself and reflect and master the gremlins that are in your mind. Um, three, what would you say would be three? 
Two, hey, you three. can't cheat. You can't cheat. She's gonna have her turn, girl. Oh, oh, it's just me. I thought it was a. I thought it was a dual nope, question. that is Fine. all you. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can help you. Practice gratitude. Um, yeah, meditation. Okay, so master your mindset and. I just want to hear the third one because you're on fire already. Like I those know, two I are know. massive. Um, focus on the journey and not the outcome. Mm. Because you're, like I said, throughout this entire podcast, you are going to find so much about yourself throughout this entire journey that the outcome, it doesn't even matter. We don't have finish lines when you're an entrepreneur. It's all about those milestones and recognizing those milestones and celebrating them and, you know, building, building the life that you've always loved. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, and, and I love that it, it, Every time that saying focus on your journey, not the outcome, it reminds me of just like Nipsey Hussle, right? The marathon. Like I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. Like it's so true. It's a marathon. So just keep going. It's never ending. So I love it. What do you have, Kay? So I would say put people first. Um, Like business is people. Mm -hmm. And once you've understood the power of connecting with people and serving them well, like you're going to win no matter what. And secondly is to treat every single client and customer like they're your only client or customer. Mm. Because if you are focusing on one person instead of just trying to do 20 million different things and you focus on the client experience, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a product that you serve or a service that you provide, like knowing that that one, like you could only have one person if you were not going to be successful. So starting with that one person. And then I think the last thing would be is to just realize that selfish isn't selfish. Like putting yourself, like Katie said, like mastering your mindset, like working on yourself, saying no to people and things. Mm. Um, And just removing that word selfishly out of the negative side of whatever that word is, you know, Mm -hmm. because being selfish is a positive thing because you realize your worth, yes. what you won't tolerate and what is fulfilling you That's and right. what is serving you. So mm. selfish is not selfish. Put people first and treat every client or customer like they're your only one. Boom. Wow. Boom. Fire, fire. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm weird. you know what those of you who are listening you need to jump on youtube right now and just watch the damn video um, we're a little entertaining <laughs> love it and uh it's so funny i asked this question at the beginning but we we've just been dropping fire and uh what is one book that has helped you guys uh and it could be a the first book you ever read from the beginning or what is one book that changed your whole life we'll say um, I have to say Mel Robbins five second role and I'm not even finished with it, mm-hmm. but holy, wow. I don't know if you cuss on the podcast, but holy yes. S-H-I-T. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Has, holy shit. <laughs> like I'm on chapter 11, I think right now. And it is just, it's the most simple things that we don't even like, we can't even put a word to that mm-hmm. Mel puts words to and meaning to. And it just has reshaped my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I know we're out of time, but like, just, she talks about the five, four, three, two, one. And like how it started was, she was like, I have to get out of bed in the morning on time. And she's like, I would just say five, four, three, two, one, you know, launch myself. And then she goes into the science behind why we sleep and it hit that snooze button and how it starts our day. And I was wow. just like, yeah. So if anybody listening has not read that book, go download it on audible right now. It is literally life-changing. 
Wow. Love it. What do you got, Katie? Um, for me, it is Ed Milet's The Power of One or The Power of One More. Um, and he talks about, you know, how those who can do one more time or do one more thing separates you from the rest of the world. And mm. you have the power to be that one person, you know, to change the rest of your life, or you have that one more decision to make that's going to change the rest of your life. Mm. Wow. Fire. And then to turn the question around, uh, what is the theme slash title of a book that you would write? Oh, I actually have never shared this, but I kind of have one already. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Oh, Sorry. wow. <laughs> Exclusive. Right here. Yeah. Exclusive. Pur, 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 pur. Uh, well, since you do cuss <laughs> on your podcast, it was so it's uh, stop talking shit to yourself. Oh, mm, wow. So maybe in the next year or two, you might see that on the shelf somewhere. Uh. Wow. Love it. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, I'll just co-write. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I guess I'll play on my interior design business, but something along designing the life that you love mm -hmm. and just how you need to make sure that all areas of your life align in order for you to have that perfect, you know, that life that you've always dreamed of. Your relationships mm -hmm. have to be in line. Your spirits, your spiritual health has to be in line. Physical mm -hmm. health, everything has to be in a line and, you know, be healthy for you to thrive. Wow. Fire. Love it. All right, ladies. Uh, it's been amazing. I can't wait so to good. listen to it myself. Oh, gosh, <laughs> like it. I want to listen to this for myself just to pick up all the nugs you guys dropped out. Where can people find you? <laughs> so our Instagram is worth underscore women and our website is theworthwomen.com. And our podcast is the worth women podcast. Boom. Kept it very consistent. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Love it. Love it. Branding. I love it. And so with that being said, again, thank you guys. I, I truly appreciate it. Do you guys have any last words you guys want to share? Just thank you so much mm -hmm. for giving us this platform to speak to your listeners. And this has been such a joy. Like this is, I mean, this has brightened my whole day. Yes. Just thank Same. you so much for, for allowing us to be here. Yeah. And we were Same. placed on this podcast for a reason so that we, so we hope that we can serve and reach the women that are listening. Amen. Love it. Love it. With that being said, those of you who are listening, please leave us a review. If you're on Apple, if you're on Google, if you're on YouTube, wherever it is that you're listening, please uh, leave us a review and then also screenshot it and then tag them, tag me, and we're going to reshare. So with that being said, I'll see you in the next episode. Vamonos. And some don't like that. They hate that they see you smile. As if I haven't been hustling, it's been a while. Gotta put in the work if you want to shine. I want it all and I'm coming for what's mine. Some call me greedy. Okay. Bitch, I call it ambition. Some call me selfish. What? Bitch, I call it motivation Different levels of thinking and we both right But, but, but my mindset is on growth with the future bright Close-minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts Or maybe could it be that I'm getting racks Open your mind, gotta open it to receive I'm always ten toes for what I believe Close-minded people mad at me 